Money, a podcast network that understands the assignment. The Alive Podcast Network has launched the world's first content distribution app tailored by and for podcasters and listeners of color. Subscribers will enjoy a wide variety of shows ranging from spiritual to comedic to inspirational. Podcasters can house their content and merch in one spot and monetize from a central location. Visit AlivePodcastNetwork.com coming soon to iOS and Android. Sign up today to get a six-month subscription for $20. You can thank me later. You're about to listen to youth produce content from Listen Up Youth Radio. Listen Up is a Twin City social enterprise working at the intersection of youth employment, leadership, and media production. You're listening to Youth Soup, the podcast that adds some youth to your soup. That was so good. Yay. Are we done? Good day. Good morning. Happy Twilight. I'm Clara, a youth producer for Youth Soup, and I can't stand listening to myself talk. So I had one of my really close friends sit and talk with me about the silly experience of neglect from your parents as a kid and adolescent. She got to be a child of divorce between a misogynist and a narcissist, and my parent had a victim complex and kept handing me off to fascists with no empathy. So as such, the following episode does contain mentions of self-injury and a bit of vulgarity. What would you say affection is to you? I feel like time given to you and paid attention towards you is very important. Um, And like words of affirmation, for example, I think that words that you say towards someone can really affect them in a good way and a bad way. But affection to me is like the list of love languages, such as like, you know, words of affirmation, or quality time and gifts and just everything along that list, I say, is what affection is. Were your parents affectionate when you were little? Um, I think so. It was just like children, children stuff, like normal child affection. But growing up, is like, you don't really do that no more. That's all I Was there anyone you absolutely didn't like in your family? Um, honestly, my auntie. Oh. We had to live with her during those times, and she literally was so lazy. I don't care if she listens (laughs) to this podcast. I actually hope she can, because let me tell you. Living with her or just staying at her house was horrible. Like, she would literally, she would just sit on the couch and basically play The Sims, <laughs> play like games on her phone, and make us pick up every scrap. Like, even if it was a crumb, she would make us pick it up because she doesn't want the vacuum to be clogged or something. So we would pick a bunch of scraps up with our hands and then vacuum over it and she'd still yell at us while she's on the couch. And like, we would just do everything. Like we were literally her freaking slaves. Like washing all the dishes. I was four or like five. And she was making me do all that. Oh my. I know. I know. 
And like, truth is so unfair. Like, now that I look back at it, her husband was very unfair to me. Like, yes, they treated me like their daughter at some point, but like, it was obvious that they would rather favor their daughter instead of me. Like, which is reasonable, of course, but like, they would literally exclude me so much and disrespect me as a person. Were you criticized, put down, insulted to a point where opening your mouth towards them gives you anxiety? In your eyes and your home life, seeing how your parents interacted with each other, did you think you guys were like a good, decent, standard, healthy family? Yeah, we were good. Like, I thought we were good. But then we broke off like two years into their, like, like, how do you call it? When they were doing good, but they really weren't doing good. Like, behind everything. Did you eventually start to isolate and avoid your parents? Um, I started to do that um, around last year when I started like kind of being forced in the, in the same space as my mom. So like just living with her, I I mean I lived with her all my life, but her being home every single day and having her input every single day and every hour of my life, it made me want to isolate myself from her. Um, And with my dad, I don't live with my dad. So I kind of don't really have a reason to be isolating myself from him. I just am distant from him because we don't really know how, like my dad doesn't really know how to talk emotionally and about feelings. He just, all he talks about is like business and the future, which is pretty good, but you can't get anything deep out of him. So yeah, he's not really someone that I isolate from, but recently I have been trying to distance myself from my mom since she's kind of negative on everything. To the point where whenever I do my makeup, like, I don't even enjoy it anymore or I don't even feel pretty anymore because of the way she always brushes me or just says that I'm wasting time or even with all that makeup, I'm still the same person. Like, I still look the same even without it. And, like, I don't know, just her input in everything. It made me not enjoy women that I used to like. That was actually pretty good, right? Okay, say something else. It did, but we're supposed to be talking about your childhood neglect, babe. Oh. Your your childhood. Honestly, I never cared. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't the type of kid to, like want them to stay together because in the first place i never even knew that they were even divorcing in the beginning could you grasp the concept of divorce like could you grasp that your parents were separating because they don't get along yeah i understood 
What did you think about that? I thought that they both had valid reasons to not like each other. I mean, my mom is the type to kind of just only say the bad parts about my dad. And then I would go visit him and he was great. And when they separated, did you feel the absence of one parent more than the other? Overall, I think I so distance from my dad more since I did live with my mom. But it was never like negative distance, like I held something against him. Would you have something to hold against him? Not really, no. Do you blame your mom for the reasons you're not okay? Um, I say a little bit because she would compare me to a lot of people and it would make me feel kind of bad on how I should be and so it made me feel like I should be better in every single way so that she would be a little proud of me or just be proud all the time instead of just that one moment where I would tell her about something. So I kind of just live for her sometimes, that's how I feel, to kind of prove myself that I'm a good person. I don't know. Do you think every time you talk to your dad, he's judging you? Anything that you do, he will say that it's wrong because it's not the way that he likes it. So, there's no way of actually um, having getting appreciation from my dad. Like it's actually really hard, and especially because he's very sexist almost to like where if since I'm a girl, if I were to have a successful business that's like a million dollars. He would still say that I have to do this and this and this, and he wouldn't do certain stuff for me because I'm a girl. But if it was my brother, if he had like a like a million dollar business, he would already have bought my brother like a house and all that stuff and a bunch of stuff for his kids because he's a guy. Almost everything that I have talked about with him has always been judged. But I think that's just like a normal thing about parents is that they have to kind of, you know, push you into thinking about something that they would agree on. Or they would kind of push you onto things that they expect of you, if that makes sense. So, yes, I do think that every time I have talked to my dad, he's judged me mainly because he's very like, businessy like he talks about business a lot more in the future and what he wants for us and what he expects of us but with all that that he does say um he always gives us some type of feedback that's negative of course like if we put our own input and add on to what we think that will enjoy in the future he will disagree and he will shut it down and say that we shouldn't do it because it wouldn't help our families our future families or our future business like you know and if you want to make a choice that you'll be happy with for a while and you know you just want to do you 
he will judge you and make you not want to do what you wanted to do in the first place. I really just learned a lot. And your mom, what about your mom? Anytime we would get into explosive fights, like, she would say the regular stuff, like, you know, the B word and to shut up, basically. And so that actually did affect the way I say things. So anytime I'm ignored or, like, told to be quiet or stressed or anything like that, I will stay quiet for, like, because I feel that bad about talking, so. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And I still have that, so. Yeah, see, that and, and lingers. I have this thing where, like, when I do get told to shut the oh, <laughs> I have this thing where, like, I look up and I just, like, swallow my words. Like, I think of it as swallowing my words, and then I just don't talk after that. Because, for one thing, it makes you not want to talk to people, and then it also makes you start saying it to yourself. Now, I'm not hearing it anymore, but I'm repeating it to myself, which is very inconvenient and annoying, and I deserve better than that. Right. She's very negative. Whenever her boyfriend comes around, she fakes her whole personality. And also... When she had my baby sister, I still have, like, a grudge. And I might sound like a horrible person, but honestly, she couldn't, even in the moment, she did not have, like, her life set yet to have another kid. And she was such a mess to even have another kid. And... I was just mad that she did because she told me in, when I was a child. <laughs> Let me breathe. She told me when I was a child that it would be me and her and all the animals that I want and we would be successful together. But that was a lie and she made a whole nother family. And every time even now, she has dinner with them, her boyfriend and her, and my little sister. But I'm the one that's not even sitting at the table. I'm sitting like in the table in the living room or in my room because they don't want to make a space for me. Do you think your mom puts you down because she's projecting? You think that my mom does put me down when she is projecting because sometimes she does get very angry from other people pissing her off or like just throughout the day she just has a bad day and she'll just project her anger towards me and she does that all the time for example i would just say something about my day and she'd be automatically negative like everything that comes out of my mouth like, even if I just told her that I had a good time with a friend, she'd come for my friend and tell me that that friend isn't good because this and this. And just, like, maybe the area that they live in, she, I don't know. She's just very negative. And if I say something about something, like, for example, or I need to stop saying for example. Okay. One time she... Wait, let me restart. 
One time I came back from Easter and I had this basket. Um, I was in a rush because a bunch of other people were leaving and she was coming to pick me up and she was blocking the driveway from the other people. So I felt pretty rushed. Um, so I figured, okay, so she did have a basket, but where is it? So I asked my sister and she said that it was, you know, the orange basket. So I grabbed the orange basket, even though the blue one had all the eggs in it, but the orange one, it had like some wrappers and some candy. So I was already confused. But I just took it and I went back to the car and then we drove along and it was fine. She was like, oh, thank you. That's so nice of you guys to think about her. And I appreciated the compliment, but I didn't really say much throughout the drive. And then um, she put her hand in the bucket and she was complaining about all the wrappers and the hair that was inside of it and how it was really effing disgusting and just basically like degrading everything that i did and was like it's disgusting do not even bring it inside my house just throw it away throw the whole bucket away i don't need this and i was like you're being ungrateful like i was just taking all these hits and i just had to say something because she just told me how thoughtful we were for giving her a basket even though she wasn't even there for the easter party and now she's saying that it's disgusting and she doesn't even want it, which I understand. But she was really coming at me saying that I was lying and everything. And I purposely gave her a horrible Easter basket. And it wasn't even my fault. And then by the end of the day, my sister came to swap out the basket because we did give her the wrong one. But like I said, I was in a rush and my sister, she was also like flustered. I forgot what she was doing. I think she was busy on her phone. And so she was just saying some random stuff and told me to get the orange one because that's where the eggs were originally at. And so, yeah, we both made a mistake and my mom did not understand that. So she lashed out the whole Whole car ride and he was calling me the b-word and everything and just putting me down to the lowest and did not care no sorry even to this day maybe maybe one but i don't feel as if it was genuine i feel like it was just because i've been asking for it you know so that's one that's something that really showed her projection and how fast she could switch what do you think your mom's internal conflict is? My mom's internal conflict is probably... She doesn't really treat my siblings and I like how her mom treated her and her siblings. Like, my mom was those type of kids before, you know, sneaked out you know, had fun with some friends, went out, but she was mainly working a lot as a kid, and that's how she grew up as, under discipline, um, and under harsh discipline for my grandma, so I probably would say a little bit of that, she's a very hard worker, and she's learned to be very independent with everything, and almost like she's okay with being alone and she kind of forces that and when people do get too comfortable or try to get comfortable with her or try to just make her open up about stuff she chooses not to because it's very sensitive like it's super hard to get through my mom 
unless you're her kid, obviously. Like, with us, she'll explain stuff. But if you're someone else, even if, like, a friend, like, a friend that she's had for the longest time, she will still be very, she will still be a very hard shell to crack. Do you think the way your parents get along with each other or the way you get along with them has impacted how you get along with other people? I think so, yeah. Because with my mom, when she's mad at me, um, she basically just tells me that I'm actually the B word or I'm really lazy and I don't listen to people or acknowledge people. So that kind of made me think when I do talk to people, I am what she says I am to them, if that makes sense. It does. Like they see me as how she told me she sees me as. Yeah. And that affected me a little bit because every time I think I'm okay talking to a person, those images show up and just the memory of her telling me how I act is how I feel other people see me as. And then with my dad, he never really said anything about my parents. I think the only thing he talks about is like two of my biggest insecurities and tells me that surgery can help it if I'm so like like, if I keep complaining about my insecurities, he just offers surgery for it or something. And he just jokes about it, but it's really not, like, a joke to me, to be honest. I think that people notice my insecurities more since he brings it up most of the time. So, yeah. Have you self-harmed? Um, I'm going to be honest, I have attempted, and I wouldn't say that I fully did it, but I did attempt, as in, I tried to, um, I tried to cut before, but it never went through skin, mainly because I hate actual cuts, like, that makes no sense. But, you know, just for me, thinking about paper cuts just feels like I can feel it and I hate the burning sensation. For me, I just liked the thought of wanting to hurt myself. And basically, it was only for a cry for help, if that makes sense. I wanted to do it so that I could somewhat prove to my parents that I just needed them to you know, know what they were doing to me and know how it affected me to the point where I would. You know what I mean? Yes, some other little things I did, but it was never serious, I'd say, was I'd really pull my hair, but not to a full extent. And I would like, grab my stomach and kind of shift it around because I'm very insecure about my body. And so whenever people would get me mad by talking about the things I do or my behavior, the way I look, 
I sometimes just grab my stomach and just kind of twist it around and hunch over. Um, I also do this thing where I look up and I try to swallow and I'm basically imagining that that swallow had all my words I was going to or want to say and I just swallow it down and hold everything in like a bottle like I just would rather hold a lot of stuff and cry about it instead of projecting what I really want to say so that's also something I do but I've never done anything way too serious and like I said with cutting I never got deep into the skin probably just a scratch as if like a dog just accidentally scratched me never too deep although I think one time I have done it um, to the point where it bled a little bit but since then that never happened because I like I said I hate the feeling of the burning and the scarring and stuff like that the reasons why I self-harmed was mainly because my mom would be really angry with me sometimes and some of her words really hurt like she would yell at me and call me the b-word or call me stupid or dumb or I can't do this and oh yeah everyone's right about what they say about you because you are a blah 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 you know I am this and I am that or she'd compare me to a lot of people or just embarrass me overall and I just wanted to be heard from my opinions so that she understands where I'm coming from and she just shut my opinion down and make sure that I have to agree with her and I have to respect her as a mom so honestly I never felt respected and I still don't and to this day you know how moms are sometimes where they'll they won't apologize to you but they'll just automatically be nice to you and pretend that that's the apology so that's what she would do all the time and she still kind of does that now but it's not affecting me as hard as it did before what are your hopes for your relationship with your parents in the future to be honest i don't really have a hope i just i guess the only hope is that i won't have too many arguments or disagreements to the point where I cut them off or I have to. I already kind of like the way our relationships are and of course there's going to be arguments and stuff but otherwise I just hope for like more respect as a person. Like just because you're my parent doesn't mean that you treat me bad. We both have the same respect for each other or should. That's how I see it but they don't see it like that. They see me as they can do this because they're my parent. Like, yeah, all I hope for is more respect for me and for us just not have too many arguments and just be cool. No, because there'd be less being uncool if they'd just grasp that, like, respect is an exchange and it's like, no, duh, I respect you because you're my parent. You in turn can also respect your child though exactly what i think about 
cute. Okay, do you think either of your parents owes you an apology? Hmm. Yeah, I don't think my dad needs to give me an apology. I can't think of anything, but with my mom, there's a lot of things, like wanting her to apologize for not noticing how much I needed her when I was younger, and I was playing with toys all day until she came back at like 11 p.m. every single night, and maybe her priorities in in certain times, maybe if she focused on me more, I would feel more relieved. Okay, that's it. Well, like <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, yeah, that'll do. All right. All right. I meant it when I said I can't stand to hear myself talk, but I'm going to talk a little bit because matter of fact, this is the reason I can't stand to hear myself talk. When you demean a child every day of every year, the product will often be an inability to be perceived by people. A struggle to care about yourself, and in turn a struggle to care about others, like isolation and estrangement, I cannot word how insipidly ignorant it is to feel superior to your children, and not see them as developing human beings with emotional complexity. Personally, I am on the self-esteem and recovery journey of my life, and my life just began because the caretakers in my life were either in competition with me or just unnecessary adversaries telling me I'm inadequate and making me feel incompetent. Please emotionally invest in your children. It's a beyond vital part of parenting. It isn't taxing either, just consideration and compassion. Care, that is the synopsis of parenting. That's all there is to it. Good night. I guess I didn't get too much validation from that. So that's why I get really excited when I do get validated from other guys, except for him, if that makes sense. Does that match the question? It makes sense to me, but it might not be descriptive enough for people who don't understand, you know? I forgot the question. (laughs) No, because I'm trying to figure out, like, what in your childhood made you the cute little hot mess you are today. Oh, okay. You, you don't seem to know either. Um, but, yes, um, what was I gonna say? When you breathe. Oh, I'm trying to answer that question, is too f- Learn more about Listen Up Youth Radio, including our peer-to-peer educational workshops in media production and social media marketing services at www.listenupyouth.org. Check out past broadcasts of YouthSoup on a live podcast app now available on iOS and coming soon to Android. This activity was made possible by the voters of Minnesota through a grant from the Metropolitan Regional Arts Council thanks to a legislative appropriation from the Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund.